Hello, 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 and welcome to my podcast. My name is Desiree Shaw. I'm a psychotherapist. I practice at the Priory and privately. Welcome to my weekly podcast. In fact, it's a three-day weekly podcast. I podcast on a Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, so stay tuned. And, I don't know, follow me on Spotify, on Anchor. I'm not quite sure how it works on the other platforms, but I know it's available. My name is Desiree Shaw, I'm a psychotherapist, and my website is www.desireeshaw.com. That's Desiree, D-I-S-R-E-E, Shaw, S-H-A-W.com. Today's podcast, What is Right and Wrong? What is right, right and wrong? As humans, we have this moral compass and this code that we go by, that we think we should be going by. It's right, it's wrong, it must be this way, it mustn't be that way. Often, all of this is, like, religious, isn't it? We grow up in a world of knowing that this is wrong and this is right, how we were, how we were raised as children in the playground. Don't do that, that's wrong, that's wrong behaviour, the labelling. When we start labelling, kids start to pick up and create their own labels within the label and the label of the label and it all becomes confusing then we need it to be defined and then there's pockets and groups that believe one thing and other groups that believe the other thing and this can cause a lot of confusion a lot of conflict mental health and emotional conflict are often reside in a clear distinctive thinking pattern very often so mental health issues and emotional conflict, well, emotional issues, often they reside in a clear, distinctive thinking pattern. It is a set of unhealthy thinking patterns, which basically don't support. They state in an absolute manner, something is either wrong or right. It becomes very cut and dry, very black and white. And we live in a world where we try to distinguish people by colour, which actually doesn't make any sense because we're neither neither the colours of what we proclaim to label people as. Is that wrong or right? It's very black and white thinking. Mama, men and mental health awareness. This is the movement that I am I'm pushing forward. The idea of being nurturing and understanding and supportive to the needs of men. Because men and their emotional well-being is not something which we have been accustomed to in society. We're not um, geared towards thinking about how men feel emotionally and mentally. It is, it is common for a man, or any person. I do have a keen focus on men, but it's not exclusively just for men. So when I say it's common for a man or any person but however, particularly men, (laughs) to think in a cut and dry, I'm right, you're wrong manner. Okay, this is just something we probably all experience. Women experience this with in relationship situations with their partners and their husbands. Not all men, but it is common. I'm right, you're wrong. Listen to me. It's not all, but particularly where depression, anxiety and anger are set. Jealousy, definitely. Envy. Definitely. Hurt. Definitely. In these in these particular unhealthy negative emotions, in these particular emotional setbacks that we are find ourselves in, 
we find that there is often a clear, I'm right, you're wrong, this is wrong, or I'm wrong, they're right. It's very clear. The narrative tends to be very much either, either or. It's this. And then that person simply cannot stand it. It becomes terrible. And they just can't stand it. It's the worst thing in the world. Can't stand it. And that is often the key reason why we have emotional disturbance. Because we cannot stand it. Because we can't stand the idea of being wrong. Or we can't stand the idea that other people aren't listening to us because we are right. But if we're wrong, it's absolutely terrible. So how do we quantify right or wrong? Who decides what is right or wrong? How do we know when something is wrong? And how do we know when it is right? 80% of my clientele are men who are seeking understanding and the need to be heard and understood and supported, but don't feel it where they are. Or don't recognise it, or don't know how to accept it. I am often tasked with the question, is this right? Am I right? I'm right, aren't I? What do you think? I'm right? Am I right? Is that right? That can't be right. Can that be right? Lots of right. That's wrong. That is so wrong. That is really, really, really wrong. Don't you think that's really, really wrong? The need to be right is so protruding in our minds as human beings. We we strive to be right because if we are wrong, the fear is that we're not going to be accepted or approved of. Or we're going to be rejected. And it's going to mean that we are innately something wrong with us. We seek to be right at all times because being right defines us. It makes us worth being. Hmm. You understand? See where this is going? See? Because if a man is actually wrong, he, he's not worth being a man. It quantifies our existence on this earth. If a man can only be right in his eyes, then he is set to be in denial of his own mental health unhealthiness. That also goes for women. Like I said, my focus is predominantly men. This is the whole platform, the whole movement of Mama. It's, it's to bring home the awareness of emotional mental health. It's about recognising the good, the bad and the ugly. Because there is the good, the bad and the ugly with all of us. And there are certain aspects of mental health that we don't like to face. When a man cannot accept that he is not right and he possibly may be wrong, the denial within himself can be very, very, very intense. Because this can breed arrogance. And we know we don't like arrogance in this society. It's probably one of the things we find ugly, but often seen so much. So many people are arrogant. (laughs) Because if they lose their arrogance, they lose a sense of who they are. So they have to be arrogant because actually they're not just fighting to be right in that situation. They're fighting to be right throughout their existence. That's their purpose. That's unhealthy. It breeds arrogance and narcissistic behaviours. Narcissism is something we find that um, we don't like in society. But there's so many narcissists. 
And we're so confused. We create narcissists without realising we are the creators of the narcissist. Look what we did to Donald Trump. Yes, we did it. This man is in power at the moment. He didn't just walk into power. He was voted in and he says things all the time which you just hold your head and it hurts because of his arrogance and his narcissism. He gets a platform and he gets noticed. That's what we do. We conflict ourselves. Cognitive dissonance or conflict dissonance. I don't know. It's a new term. We, we view narcissists as bad people rather than the emotionally and mentally distorted beings that they are. Yeah? So they're not bad people. They do have a mental distortion. Definitely. Emotional distortion based on how they're thinking. A narcissist is no more wrong than anyone else. I know, that is controversial, isn't it? But we are actually all fallible human beings. What they are is extremely unhealthy. <laughs> Work with me here. Don't, don't, don't switch off because I says narcissists are not bad people. They're not. There are degrees of unhealthy. Okay, but right or wrong is very black and white, very much a narcissistic, arrogant thing to do. So if you do think narcissists are bad, recognise that for yourself. Truth is, we're fallible human beings. We do make mistakes. But accepting that can be a very difficult, bitter tasting pill, which is the largest pill ever. And it's crumbly and it gets flaked off. You know, if you've ever had to take a paracetamol because your head is hurting you and it it breaks off in your mouth and it's just absolutely disgusting and you simply cannot stand it and you need to drink something to get rid of the taste. (sighs) Accepting that we make mistakes sometimes can be that that pill. You just don't want to face it. Or, you know, if you were a child, you hated medicine. Oh, my God, I hated medicine. I was quite sickly, so I had to have a lot of medicine in my time. And it was just the worst thing ever. (laughs) And everybody who tried to give it to me was bad. My poor mum. Bless her. She did give me the medicine. But I didn't like it. But it was for my own good. Ah, Always for your own good. Right or wrong, good and bad. So when a man can't accept his own unhealthy behaviours and thoughts. Hmm. Then comes the labels. Labels it as wrong. When we start to label things, right and wrong is a label in itself. He decides that his entire entire existence is wrong. He cannot go on. He must do something about it. This is when a man can't accept labels and labels his actions as wrong. Particularly if he just can't deal with the fact that in this situation he hasn't won. He hasn't come out on top. Or, you know what, this is actually not okay. That becomes a very shaky ground for his own overall existence and being. Sometimes, doing something is a drastic measure. An action that one cannot can come back from. So, when a man feels this way, they can just get to a point where I've got to do something. And they do that drastic measure, but they just can't come back from it. And I'm actually talking about the suicide attempts, the committing of suicide, because he will feel so wrong once proven to be wrong in the labelling eyes of judgment 
because judgment is a problem. That um, he will judge himself as wrong and then take matters into his own eyes. And then, therefore, you just have a lot of wrong going on. A lot of danger, a lot of unhealthy behaviours. Because some men simply cannot accept that they may be wrong. That in itself is cognitive dissonance. That in itself is discomfort. That in itself will cause you trepidation. And get you to be insular and focused. Inward. Some men simply just cannot deal with being wrong. And if they're not right and they may be wrong, this is terrible. Some men follow up their unhealthy negative behaviours with grandiosa destruction, like emotional hand grenades thrown in their footprints. (laughs) Just going poof, massive destruction of pain and emotional turmoil. Then they sit satisfied that they have caused pain to others because the pain is so deep and masked within themselves, but they won't face that. This is a problem. This is the idea of mama, the idea of recognising that a man is not bad because he does this, he's fallible. What he does need is some nurturing and some understanding and some support to make the changes that will effectively support him healthily for the rest of his life. Not looking at condemning. I mean, unless there is a crime, I am not advocating for male sociopaths and psychopaths who, who do unnecessarily painful things. I'm talking about the average type of person living amongst us who can sometimes cause their own problems. Maybe often cause their own problems. Because underneath is a deep pit of pain that they will not look at. This is not reason enough to despise or single out or reduce a person to nothing. Okay, so even if they are doing this behaviour, it's and it's it's easy enough to believe that something that somebody's doing is so wrong that they must be punished for it, as opposed to recognising that somebody's doing something so unhealthy that they're they're unhealthily affecting others and they're affecting themselves. The wrong bit puts us into the judgment. Because it is a sign that healing is most needed and the pain needs to be released. Because unless you live by the strict bylaws of a governing institution, obviously notably religion, and we know how I feel about religion, but even saying that, we are our brother's keeper. I know the conflict in what I say. It just It's confusing, isn't it? But we are. That's the idea of mama. I am my brother's keeper then right or wrong isn't just relative to the individual. Do you see what I mean? Because unless you are living in that strict, those strict bylaws of a governing institution, a religion, right or wrong is relative to just you, subjective. Isn't it? Really. Right or wrong just does not exist. Kapow! Shaky ground. And everybody's confused. What's she talking about? Of course right or wrong exists. Isn't it? Is it wrong that Boris Johnson is in power? <laughs> is it wrong? Is it wrong that, that, that Trump is, is running America? Or is it unhealthy? Technically. What is it? How do we quantify this? But um, I'm saying it doesn't exist. 
Instead of thinking I am right or wrong, you know, after that, after that thought, try this. Is this healthy or unhealthy? Slightly different. Because the idea of coming back from healthy or unhealthy is actually much more understood. You can see, you could, something can be unhealthy and then can be progressively turned into healthy. And vice versa. We don't want to go unhealthy now, do we? When something is right and something is wrong, we don't know what the pattern is to go from one to the other. And the conflict within can just be too much to bear. You could argue... You could argue that driving your car on the opposite side of the road is wrong. It is wrong to do that. Why would you do that? It's not the right thing to do. Or that it is so unhealthy, it is dangerous or dangerously unhealthy due to the potential fatalities that it could create. Once we, and then, then the question, why would a person do that? Then we move on to that, don't we? How? <laughs> How were they thinking? What did... on doing why why would they do this we start looking at their thought process don't we that's what we do we don't even realize it when we hear some heinous crime being committed we wonder how did this person do this why would they do this what were they thinking because everything is about how you think period the end everything is about how you think what you do is based on how you think all the answers would lead to unhealthy thinking patterns unhealthy views, unhealthy ideas, unhealthy. So, recognise, right or wrong, doesn't exist. (laughs) When a man or a woman is compelled to be right all the time, they could be appearing quite arrogant. They could be quite narcissistic. They could be scared. How do you say to them, suppose there's no right or wrong in this situation and there only is what is and let's look at the healthy and unhealthy. You can actually create a conversation that way. If you stop to think about I'm right and they're wrong, actually discuss that you're healthy or you're unhealthy or this is healthy and that is unhealthy and you'll actually be able to create a conversation without conflict or discord. Because you're not judging or condemning the other person. And you're allowing the other person to be a fallible human being who will make mistakes. And so will you. Because we make mistakes, we are only human. I am on a mission to change the world one thought at a time. That is everything I'm trying to do. (laughs) I am trying to change the world one thought at a time. Because everything is about how we think. Everything is about how we think. If we don't start recognising that it's all to do with our thoughts and we start looking externally, we will keep getting away from the very root and the coreness of the problem. The coreness of the problem. I just created a word. The core of the problem. I'm going to create that word. What is your coreness? I'll make a podcast on coreness at one point. So question yourself or the other person that you might think is a bit arrogant. Or narcissistic. Maybe you're dealing with a man who you think, I can't deal with him because he just has to be right all the time. We want to create a platform of nurturing, understanding and support. That is the whole purpose of Mama. So, ask these questions to yourself or to them. Do you need to be right? Hmm. Somebody says yes to that. Do you need to be right? 
Is it so wrong if you're wrong? Can you accept that you're wrong? Are you seeking favour from being right? Are you seeking, or <laughs> are you seeking dominance from being right? And if you're wrong, then the other person has won and you've lost. Transition from right to unhealthy, from wrong. <laughs> Sorry. Transition from right to healthy, not right to unhealthy. <laughs> so change right to healthy and change wrong to unhealthy. I do find men are most commonly disturbed if they are not right. And this can lead to so many different difficult problems, particularly in relationships. And relationships can have so much discord because somebody needs to be right. Or the man cannot dis- cannot distinguish between right or wrong based on his partner's o- overview, but can only distinguish it on his own. We all do that. We're all human. But some of us do it more than others. Do you want to know how you are affected? Are you affected? What emotion stands out whenever you decide that you're wrong or you're right? Is it anger? Is it depression? Is it anxiety? Is it jealousy? Are you, have you got issues with right or wrong when it comes to jealousy? Or right or wrong when it comes to anger? Take the test. Go to my website. I'm going to put the description in the description box. I'm going to put all the links and everything in there. Take the test. Are you right or are you wrong? I will. You've got these tests on my website, desireshaw.com. Click on the questionnaires and there's a drop-down menu and you can choose. And that, do you know what else you could do? You want to find out how you're doing? You want to, you want to speak to me? You want to speak to a professional? Contact me and sign up to my mailing list. And let's initiate a conversation. Let's get mama moving. Because I'm on a mission to change the world one thought at a time and make therapy accessible. I know this is a task. I can't do this alone. I'm going to need your help. So I would really appreciate you sharing this information. I would appreciate you commenting. If you want to log in and you want to join me and you want to have a session, let me know and let's discuss this. Let's be clear about what we want to discuss. Do you know why? Because anything is possible. I do believe anything is possible. Even the idea that humans fly, we get in airplanes, don't we? So technically, we do fly. We just don't have wings. Or do we? If you go on EasyJet. <laughs> Actually, let's not talk about EasyJet. So, thank you so much for listening to my podcast. My name is Desiree Shaw, and I podcast on a Monday and a Wednesday and a Friday. I vlog, and I have a whole series called The Tortured Superhero, recognising the struggles of man linked to the concept of the superhero struggle of the superhero find me on my youtube channel i'm very 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 much it's a very simple way of finding me it's desiree shaw very simple i don't have any fancy names other than desiree shaw because that's who i am and who i am isn't so much as important as to what i'm actually doing so thank you so much for listening i really do appreciate all your support Today, actually, I forgot to mention, I'm going to be on Colourful Radio FM. No, no, no. Let me do that again. ColourfulRadio.com. ColourfulRadio.com. Between 11am onwards. I'm going to be talking with Sonia Ponyon. I'm quite looking forward to that. I really am. So tune in. I will also put that link in the description box also. So listen out. I have no idea how it's going to work. But I think it will be quite interesting, to say the least. Thank you so much for listening. Bye for now.